So, yo, you already know what time it is. Beautiful people of the world. You could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with us, as quoted by, you know what I mean? That guy. You know what I'm saying? The great Sean Carter. Yo, so, you know what I'm saying? Stay Rich Podcast. We're back in the buildings. We're doing what we do. You know what I'm saying? It's been a little minute. Actually, it hasn't been because now we are doing this consistently with the new format. We're doing what we do, like we're doing it for TV. I do what I do like I do it for TV. Shout out to Mace. Mace has been in the news lately. We get to that another time. You know. Um, so, as you guys already know, I go by the name of Franklin Rossman, formerly the incomparable Shakespeare. He's still known as Shake the Great to me. You know what I mean? And you are. I am the debonair Richard Gere. Yes. All up in your baby mother's dairy year. Hi, boss. <laughs> what up, sound man? We got the fifth element in the building as usual, per usual. Yes. Producer extraordinaire. Yes, putting it together, you know what I mean? Orchestrating the entire thing, making sure that it sounds good, making sure that y'all understand what it is that we are trying to convey. Sock pot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't. Yeah, um, but, right. but we wanted to drop something really quick because um, I think that uh, the necessary. past week, it's literally been um, where we're close to a week removed from um, just a tragic moment, you know what I mean? And I think it's one of the few moments that, as a society, we're experiencing collectively, you know what I mean? I think that I tell folks all the time, like, the way news travels, the way we consume content is so fractured that there are very few moments to touch people all at the same time, you know what I mean? Growing up, you know, whether that was uh, watching Martin after in living color or whatever on a Sunday night we all did that so Monday that was the conversation piece you know what I'm saying on Thursday nights it was the Cosby show in living color and then it was also like whether it was the Super Bowl the Grammys the American Music Awards but now we've got YouTube so we watch only the parts we want to watch everybody's not home they're not glued to their televisions you know what I'm saying in fact we're glued to our phones but um we absolutely experienced a tragedy we lost Kobe Bryant this week you know what I mean um and the world stopped. The world legitimately stopped. It did. Um, and I think that in fairness to, uh, not only just in fairness, because I want to be clear, not in just in fairness, but um, with respect to Kobe, with respect to his family, and also respect to the families who are not often mentioned that were also yeah, um, nine, nine a part of that tragedy and, and, yeah. and lost their loved ones, you know, um, it's important to acknowledge that, man. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, I think one of the things... and. and whether you know it or not, you know, Rich is my man a hundred grand and, and we have talked about this, but like loss changes you, you know what I'm saying? Facts. He lost his dad, I lost my mom as a teenager. And um, it really informs how you think, your outlook on life and who you are, you know what I mean? Um, and sometimes like, unless you've experienced loss in that way, you don't know what it really means. So I think, you know, it's only right that we have a moment for Kobe and the families, you know what I mean? So, you know. We're going to do like what they do in the NBA. We're going to do a little little 24-second uh, moment of silence in the name of the victims, John, Carrie, and Elisa, Altabelli, Sarah, Peyton, Chester, Christina Malza, the pilot, Ara Zobayan, and of course, last but not least, Kobe and Gianna Bryant, we're going to have a little 24 seconds of silence starting now.
Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's Davis podcast and all that good stuff. Um. I really um. Truth, like I really didn't want to do this. Uh. Pothead, my boy Pot, really didn't want to do this. Produce yeah. extraordinaire. Yeah, Produce the producer extraordinaire. extraordinaire. And like I'm still coming to grip. Like I don't even think it's like I can come to grips with reality. Like it's still too fresh. It's still too. Uh, it's just new, and it's still I'm still battling with emotions over this, and you know, um, people. So like you know, social media is a terrible place. Uh, Twitter, the Twitterverse is bad. Uh, you know, just everything is bad. Everything about it is bad. Like the fact that he, um, the wife found out about it the same way we found about it was beyond disgusting and terrible. But um, like all of that, and uh, you know, the allegations they throwing dirt on the dead man's name, not acknowledging his growth, which made me come to grips and actually start to like the guy. You know, cause uh. As an avid basketball fan I wasn't that much Of a fan of Kobe But I grew to like the guy And respect the man Throughout his career But before If you if you knew me And you knew Rich He was I was one of the Biggest Kobe haters Right So I mean As, a, as a fan Well hold on Let me Before you uh, Before I forget my point So The day it happened I was already Feeling sad Because It's going to be At the time when it happened It's The it's two weeks to Sunday. That Sunday was the. It's gonna be two weeks to a year that I lost my dad. So, my mind was already in a. You in a contemplative state. You in a yes. reflective state. I got right. you. I did. So, I did. then when that hit, you know, what's the first? The first step is what denial. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe all of that. None of that. Then it was like you know you know the steps. Absolutely. Like you know. Um, Stages of grief, right. stages of loss, all right, of that. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Um, but I was gonna add, just like, you know, I think the interesting thing about Kobe uh, is that when I think about who he is, and and he's a cultural icon, he's clearly a sports icon. It's a fact. He started to humanize himself in a way exposed his basketball career. Like exactly watching Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Whether it was um how endearing he was with Gianna at the basketball games, Mm -hmm. like whether it was watching um the videos that he would do for ESP. I don't even know who it was for HBO where he would detail. break down the detail. Exactly. It was detail, right? For detail. And just the interviews he would do, like he did the um All the Smoke podcast recently, right. you know what I'm saying? With right. um, Matt Barnes. Right. Um like he he really started to become human in a way to right. me. Cause like the things that were off putting about him, it was interesting to see his growth and his maturation mm-hmm. and, and just like how he like again just became more exactly. human. He became he was one of us. Yeah, like, but just in the spotlight. Absolutely. So, so it was really wild because um, when I think about Kobe and who he is and, and and what he's meant to the to the sport of basketball, but just like culturally, he's always been off putting for me because he was just so competitive and so fixated on the sport that I never saw anything about him. Like I didn't see character. It's almost like right. Like when I talk about like rappers, I like or I dislike. I always say like one of the big things is like I need to know the person behind the moniker. Right. You know what I mean? Like I need to know the man behind the music. Right. And if the music brings me closer to you, I'm more attached to you. Right. With Kobe, 
It was almost like he was like the ill technical lyricist that all he did was care about the bars. Super robotic. Yeah, super robotic because mm -hmm. that's who he was. He was very right. fixated on the sport. Right. And with that, like, I respect that too. But like, since he had retired in what, 2016, yeah. he had shown himself so much more. Um, nah, he started to. I he, think really, now, he really, maybe really did. Maybe within the he, past year or two. So he really did. 2016 to probably 2018 was probably was dormant. There was really nothing. Until like recently, but you know, go ahead, keep 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 saying what you're saying. Man. Nah, it's real. So I'll say this, like before, you know, um, are you gonna get to, into the soapbox? Yeah, let me get let me right, get on the before, soapbox before you get to the soapbox. I feel like you should close it off with it, and um, I think that's the only way fitting that you do that because I, I I don't really I think my random rant is just gonna talk from the other side. Richard's random rant is gonna come from the other side of it. the other side of it is from. A fan who wasn't a fan, you know? Like, not because of those allegations, those speculations. That's that's trash to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, but as a guy who just didn't like Kobe, as a, as a, a, a the player, like, as a, I, I, I didn't like Kobe either. Right, right. But yeah, you see, but you, you, you're gonna break it down more, more format in, in a more formal, that's why it's Rich's random rant and it shakes soapbox. Okay, you understand? Okay. So like, Soldier Boy, the, tell him it's the same. Don't don't ever say Soldier Boy and me in the same sentence. Don't don't do that. Right? We're yeah, not going to do that. Yeah. So I'll say that to say this. So, um, at first, it's Kobe. You know, we're in the same age group. We are like, so we watched them grow up for twenty years. So right. So you know, there's like one the, one thing that I don't like is that the people are are kind of like coming for people who are grieving and upset about a person that they did not know we kobe was a part of people's lives whether we knew him or not for 20 years because he was the he was the middle of what banter is he better than jordan that's conversations that people had almost every day for 20 years right he was a part of that conversation who's better kobe who's better mike this down third i always went with mike you know what i'm saying like but my niece my niece is 10 years younger than me all she saw was Kobe, right? Tie frame of reference. Her, her reference is different. Kobe's the greatest thing that ever walked on this planet Earth to her. I can't disagree with that. You know what I mean? I also had a coworker in 2016 who turned 20 in 2016. You know, he had the hookup, so he was allowed to be in education at the age of 20. And I used to get on him every day that year. Like, yo, man, Kobe, come on, man. Kobe, this Kobe, that Kobe, that Kobe, right? I still even have videos on Snapchat. Of it And um, I spoke to him The day after Kobe's 60 point game And uh, When his last game Last game of the year it was, it was When his last Full basketball game When he dropped 60 Against Utah And he was watching the game He's, so, he's 20 years old So he was watching the game On replay at work On his phone And I recorded it It's like yo man He's like You gotta understand this to me You gotta understand For me I'm 20 years old. I've literally been watching Kobe my whole life. I don't know basketball without Kobe. All facts. And I was like, oh shit, that's it's all perspectives. So um I didn't uh, as a person who wasn't a fan of Kobe, I learned to become respect and become a fan of him. And and I was saying that even before all of that, all of the, even before he passed away, like how he was with, with his daughter and, you know, him showing up at games and even how he would show up at games and just dip. I'm better than all y'all. I'm out of here. 
I don't need to see this. That's how I looked at it. When he would leave, like, he'd probably come second quarter and leave third. <laughs> I'm better than y'all. Y'all trash. I'm out. And he could say that. And he could be that. Mamba out. He's leaving. He's coming to games and showing. I'm like, yo, that's gangster. <laughs> yo, baby girl, you seen enough? That's how I looked at it. That's just me. I looked at it like that. Yo, baby girl, you, you, you seen enough? I'm out of here. You know what I mean? So, um, and another thing... To, to round this off Because you know I didn't really Plan this And I really don't Want to do this Because I'm still I'm really still Like bothered by this shit Like I have my moments Like I tried to get over it Two days later And the shit just hit me Like it hits me Every day still It's still too Too fresh So recently I achieved a milestone And I'll talk about The milestone another time Today's really not about me Um And I took this exam and while I was taking this exam, probably for the, which is the end results, I took it for the last time and I finally got over the hump. And I never took any quotes from Kobe, nothing. And before I took the exam, somehow, somewhere, a Kobe story came up. And it was like, he said, I'll go 0 for 30 before I go 0 for 15. That summed up me and this experience with this exam. Real and I'm like, look at me taking something from somebody I didn't like. And that was another uh, that was another reason that made me respect and like Kobe and understand him more. And I was like, oh, and that that Mamba mentality really went into me as I finally took this exam and got over the hump. So and it was to never give up and to always go go at believe in what you because you know there was times and I was like, yo, I'm not, I can't do this. This ain't it. It's just not for me. It's showing me. These results are showing me that it's not for me. But I kept going and I finally got it done. And like, yo. And I was like, yo, Kobe. Like, to your point, be like, that's the one thing you can't deny. Whether you liked him, again, I wasn't necessarily a fan. Um but what I am very clear on is the fact that his uh, dedication yeah. is unparalleled. All work and like, dedication. Like, like real talk, it is unparalleled. It is unrivaled. It is unrivaled. In fact, it is undisputed. Um, oh, the cut, before you cut you up, my last rant about Kobe. Sorry. Now you good, bitch. Like, we're just talking. It's, no, no, no. Because like, I. Know. So, and another reason why I think my generation is so conflicted with Kobe mm. is because when growing up, we had this thing, this Gatorade commercial. Like Mike. I want to be like Mike. I could be like Mike. If I could be I like Mike. Be, I want to be like. The confliction in my generation is he actually did it. He actually had the tenacity, the dedication, and the drive to do what Mike was doing. And, and that is, in fact, I think it's so, it's honorable, right? While we saw it as a slight, because right. it's like we lived and we saw Mike, right. it's like, how dare you? Right. To have the audacity. Right. To legitimately have the audacity to be like, guess what? Walk like I'm Mike. I'm going to challenge this notion of being like Mike. Not only am I going to walk in the shadow of him, my ambition is to trump it. Right. Like, that's crazy. Right. We didn't respect how gangster it was. Like, like, we thought, we looked at it the wrong way. Yeah, we, we didn't respect how gangster that like, was. Like, it, it's so gangster to be like, yeah. if this is the president, if this is the benchmark, 
I'm gonna come, I'm gonna crush the shit. Yep. And the reality is, I think when we talk about sports specifically, right? Um, it's interesting that, you know what I mean, uh a lot of times we think about Jordan and then Kobe gets glossed over because that was of LeBron trash. James. That was trash to me. I'm like, like how like, y'all passing? Like, you know how y'all saying? how y'all skipping Kobe and putting LeBron next exactly. to Jordan? Like, you know what I'm saying? You cannot. There, there, there is a, you know, like, so for example, and again, I come from a hip-hop space. So like, when we talk about the greatest of all times, people always go from Biggie to Jay-Z. I'm like, right. yo, you can't forget Kane. Absolutely. Like Kane, like when you talk about, when you Absolutely. talk about a president like Brooklyn, and representation and what it means you can't just erase history like without a big daddy Kane, you could not have biggie therefore you could not have jay saying this is the benchmark by which i'm trying to uh, to reach or you know what i'm saying put a quarter so, in your ass because you played yourself you know what i mean and and i think that jay always acknowledges kane because yeah. kane also put him on but i'm saying that if we're looking at rap to basketball as this parallel there's no way that you could look at, you know what I'm saying, the generational gap between Jordan to Kobe, uh, not to Kobe, but to LeBron. You can't erase Kobe. Like, you literally cannot. Um, and again, like like I said, I think the audacity of who he was, what he was out to do, um, not only is it ambitious, he got so goddamn close. And in fact, he got closer than LeBron ever has. Like, no one wants to That's say it. No one wants to say it. LeBron don't got five, dogs. He don't. LeBron don't got five. Say what you will. LeBron don't got five. I mean, listen, I agree. We, we understand. So, 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 you know what I'm saying? Pie, producer extraordinaire is arguing that they're two different plays, and I agree. Once again, so, Pie so, doesn't have a mic. So here's the interesting thing about, like, if we're going to talk about sports just for a moment, um, they're all transcendent athletes that are bigger than the sport that they're in, right? Um, from Jordan to Kobe to LeBron and, and and naturally I do understand that LeBron is not built in the mold of Jordan at all he is a hybrid athlete he's bigger he's stronger he's faster he's and in fact intrinsically he is closer to magic than he is to Jordan the difference is is that my only critique of LeBron has always been right with all of those talents, with all of those skills, it's the killer instinct. And that's what separates the good from the great on any given day, in any discipline, in any artistic discipline, in any sport. You know what I mean? And the reality is, Kobe, unequivocally, without a shadow of a doubt, the one thing he took from Mike was that, yo, when I put my motherfucking foot on your neck, I'm not letting up, dogs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, real talk, I'm, I'm certain... I've never met Kobe, not, and nor will I ever, you know what I'm saying, act like I know to do. I'm certain that it meant more for him to win those two chips without shit. Absolutely, and he said it. He it said meant it. more for him to win those two He chips. said it. He said, I just wanted to let you know I got five as soon as he got it. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, don't question what it is. So, you know, I mean, look, God bless the dead, um... It's really unfortunate, like, cause I, cause I really want to acknowledge Kobe and all of the families lost, man. It, 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 it's, it's, it's really tragic. It's really, really fucking tragic. Yo, soapbox this and let's get out of here, cause I don't really want to be on this too long. All right, so I'm yo, still in mourning, and I don't, I'm not comfortable. So as a friendly reminder, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Stay rich, podcast. You already know what it is. It is absolutely with hood politics. Yeah, you know I mean.
Go with the new quote, B. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, you know. Tell me so I can tell you. <laughs> you know, stay rich is where uh, hood politics and black excellence meet. That is the slogan. That's the mantra. That's what we rocking with for 2020. It was different last week. But we, we, we got it. It's been a little bit consolidated, shortened, abridged. Shout out to Baby that. G. Yeah, I mean, but um, you know, I I hit up, I hit up Rich on Monday. Mm-hmm. Called you on Monday. Yeah, that that I, was uh the day after it happened. Yeah, so you know it happened on Sunday, and I called Rich on Monday, and I was like, yo. Well, in fact, I'm bugging because originally you had texted all of us. You know what I mean? You would text yeah. me, Pop. I was yeah. like, yo, we should do a pod. I just, on, I, just and, I put Kobe on it just to gauge yeah. people's interest. Even though I was uncomfortable with it, just to gauge people's interest. Once once, once the super producer extraordinaire said no, I agreed. I was so happy he said no. Yeah, so, you know, but the funny thing is, is that although we had that text exchange, yeah, um, I was really moved by the passing of Kobe. That so like, fucked me up. Yo, it, it fucked everybody up again. It's, it's one of the. This is gonna be a moment in history where, like, yeah. a, like a culture. It's gonna be honestly. A cultural... I, I know where I was when Biggie died. I know what I what, where I was when nine eleven happened. I know where I was when my father uh, ultimately passed away, and when he went into the hospital and left the house for the last time. I also know where I was. Oh, when MJ died. Oh, absolutely, I Michael I when Prince. Died. You know what I mean? Oh, Prince. So, so, but the reality. And I definitely and, know where I'm at. Where I was when Kobe died. When Kobe passed away. Yeah. Um. You know, and I think that, uh, you know, so I've shared with you guys that listen, and shout out to all the listeners, man, like for real, for real. I, I really y'all, appreciate y'all. y'all. I mean, love is love. For real. Um, I've, I've shared with you guys, and it's funny because I'm sharing on a forum that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, personal things about myself, things that I'm doing. So, you know, I wrote the book, wrote the memoir, um, handed in the manuscript to my agent, all that. She loves it. And I haven't written anything since. You know what I mean? So I handed in the, the, the manuscript on September. He gonna reveal that when he wanna reveal it. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna reveal the title, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so now we're at a point where we're looking for publishers. But I'm gonna say this. So like, since September, after like doing my last, or my, my second revision and all that other good stuff, um, I've been hands off. I haven't really written. I haven't exercised my creativity at all. But I said, yo, you know, I hit Rich on Monday even after the text message we had, and I was like, yo, dogs, I wrote something for Kobe, man. You know what I mean? Just retelling my day, what it was. And I was like, yo, I, I don't know what it's for. I don't know if I'm going to um, upload it on any platforms, if I'm going to start a blog or... But I was like, what I definitely would like to do is use, you know what I'm saying, um, Stay Rich as a space for me to actually read it. You know what I'm saying? For the folks that, that are checking for it. And, yeah, um, I, I I was anti it until I heard a snippet of it, and I just stopped him right there. I was like, you know, just do the rest so the, the people can hear it. Word up. So, you know, real talk, this is me doing my soapbox a little bit different. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Shakespeare Soapbox. Shakespeare Soapbox. I came home just to take off my black Kohan Oxfords. They've officially become my funeral shoes, and although I'd worn them for a little more than two hours during Danny's service earlier, I needed them off my feet. As I changed and prepared to head back out, I got a notification on WhatsApp from a group chat I really participated in. I read the hyperlink to the TMZ article, Kobe Bryant killed dead helicopter crash in Calabasas. My friend questioned, legit? After more folks in the chat sent screenshots and other articles, my only response was, I need a more reputable source. 
With information moving at the speed of light, I did what any sensible millennial would. I jumped on Twitter. I saw verified accounts with the coveted blue check next to their handle tweet, God, no. Alternating between my secret gamer account and my neglected rapper account, I read confusing reports. Rick Fox was also on a helicopter. His daughters were also on a helicopter. It all magnified getting worse by the second. When ESPN correspondent Adrian Wodge tweeted, it was real. Kobe was gone. Adding to my melancholy state of remembrance, I threw on my black combat jack hoodie. Off to the barbershop, I checked my iPhone incessantly. On a 20-minute crosstown bus ride, it was confirmed that Kobe's daughter, Gigi, was also on a helicopter. Trying to save face, I fought myself from crying on a B-103 headed to Canarsie. Nothing in the history of my basketball watching hit harder. Not Reggie Lewis's passing or Irvin Magic Johnson telling the world he had HIV. See, I graduated high school in 1997, Kobe's rookie year, and I wasn't a fan. Although I watched Moesha religiously like every black kid, I was a certified player hater watching Kobe take Brandy to the prom. <laughs> While she cheered him on during All-Star Weekend's dunk contest, I rooted for Michael Finley. Everybody, a lot of people did. While I was recording early demos, I ridiculed Kobe like every wannabe baller turned rapper. He's trash. Years later, I prophesized that Shaq and Kobe couldn't compete, I'm sorry, couldn't compete with the cohesion of Chauncey, Rip, Tayshawn, Sheet, and Big Ben. In 08, again, I claimed that Kobe's Lakers were no match for KG and the Celtics. Then why did this hurt so bad? Yes, he was modeled in the image of Jordan. From the mannerisms to the turnaround, off-balance fadeaway, to the competitive nature he coined Mamba mentality. Nonetheless, over 20 years, Kobe earned his stripes and my respect. He won chips without Shaq. He dropped 81 in a game. He was loyal to the purple and gold, willfully carrying a torch like Kareem and Magic before him. Kobe was the bridge between a forgotten era of hand checks and franchise loyalty and this new LeBron era of player empowerment. The pain runs deep. Not only because we've lost a black man, a father and a once in a generation transcendent talent but because Kobe is a reminder of our own mortality and forgotten values lost in society I'm old enough to remember that Kobe came into the league with fanfare as the hopeful next guy but he wasn't instantly crowned the heir to his heirness he fought for all his accolades and played every game hell bent on cementing his legacy Kobe embodied grit and hard work a far cry from this generation's rush to be first in clout, which fueled all the misinformation surrounding his untimely death. It's time I gave Kobe the rightful standing ovation he's deserved, because the only reason I've loathed him so much was because I saw traits of myself in him. God bless. Rest in peace. We leaving it like that. Um, you know, I normally do a, a quote that I normally use... Every podcast, I think it's only right that we leave with a Kobe quote. Um, and we, we just cutting this off. So, uh, in everything negative, pressure and challenges, it's all an opportunity for me to rise. R.I.P. Kobe. Stay with podcast. We out. Peace.